0: you're listening to game on podcast not the last one of the season but like the penultimate one really we want to catch up with some people like beth and we want to catch up with jd and we want to catch up with some of those people behind the scenes uh, in the next few episodes um so you'll hear those in the next couple of weeks or so but with you charlie bill come on this is it last game of the season is looming on the doorstep how do you feel about it i mean it's come so quickly right surely
1: yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of mixed emotions. I think come into that to, to that end of the season. Um, you work so hard for the prep, and that starts from really early on in kind of June, July time, and and you put in that hard work and the, and the dedication, and and it's been such a successful season. And if anything, probably our, our most successful season in in kind of. Tier three and and obviously winning a trophy with that. So yeah, it is mixed emotions because you have enjoyed such a success, successful campaign and and there's been a lot of positive emotion around it. So yeah, it's um it seems to have gone by in a flash. I can't believe how quickly seasons go. That'll give us a good chance to reflect, enjoy just like I said that, that 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 last game of the season and then and then yeah we we kind of have a a couple of week reflection, kind of regroup and then kind of part our ways for five, six weeks to, to, to recharge because you do hit the end of the season and, and we have little niggles here and there injuries, just loading of the players, obviously a long slog of a season and and, and playing a lot of games because we got through on a lot of competition. So yeah, it's nice sometimes to recharge. Yeah, I have no doubt, as I always say, we'll be ready, prepared to, to come back in one, once the full-time whistle goes Sunday and, and, and that kind of ends this season.
0: So you talked about success there. What is... What is the mark of success then of this season that's just gone?
1: I think if if you was going to set out at the start of the season, what what success was going to be for us, we we ultimately said that we wanted to finish within that top six. It's something we've never done at tier three, and um, it's something that we felt off the back of the back end of last season that we could really compete and compete against the top side. So to the fact that we are going to do that, obviously even better that we're going to secure that. Uh, that hopefully that fifth place comes Sunday so yeah I think if, if you had said to us at the start of the season top six that was exactly what we wanted we wanted a trophy we wanted top six so ultimately we, we we've met our goals that we wanted to achieve so yeah that that was that's as um as good as it can be and, and and I think where we found ourselves and when we'll finish is now the next step is pushing on an improvement we we know it's probably an easier jump to 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 go from where we was to the top six or fifth. Now now we've got that bigger jump in terms of impacting that top four. And I think um, the base of the last couple of weeks where we have tweaked and changed a couple of things that we've done, but, but we've competed in large spells against two fantastic sides in this league. Um, we, we've used that as motivation for next year to go, look, that's, that's kind of set out in stone what we need to do and what we need to get right to, to compete with those top sides.
0: Yeah, no, completely. Like looking at those top four just above us, you know what I mean? Ipswich and Portsmouth, genuinely, OK, I'm, I'm ruling out Oxford and Watford because I think they they were pretty for, formidable, haven't they? They've both been formidable this season. Um, Although I think Oxford at home gutted for us. Do you know what I mean? It was a gutting moment that we could have got a draw. At least we shouldn't have had a penalty Um, or they shouldn't have had a penalty either. But there's a moment where that's just down to kind of like the game of football, isn't it? It wins our way. Sometimes it doesn't otherwise. But look at it, Ipswich and Portsmouth. There's no reason why maybe top three next year.
1: Yeah, and and, and that's the important thing in terms of, like we said, in terms of regrouping, keeping the the, the bulk and the good in the group because there are some fantastic um, players in the group. Even the fact that you go toe-to-toe with... With a, um, with a Portsmouth side on Sunday and, and you're missing Sophia and you're missing Georgie and yeah. you're missing Ange and you're missing Lucy like these are big figures and, and I think the fact that we're going to or having these sides and, and we're competing and, and we've potentially got six six or seven bodies out of that and bringing those back in in pre-season at the start of the season, you're always going to have injuries so that might be someone else's time next season where they where they have a knock or an injury yeah. but I think yeah, uh, like we said Portsmouth were won the up against Oxford last week and, and if they would have held on they would have actually had as tight as it is, they would have been above Oxford in the league. So Portsmouth are no mean feat to get points off. Yeah, I think we've shown this season that we've been able to beat sides below us and, and in around us. And um, it's now picking up them points against those top sides, which will then allow us to compete in that top top four and, and it's and it's something that we are pushing and, and wanting to, to make better so we can do that because yeah I think it's not an aging squad every every year that we kick on you look at players that were 19 now 20 now 21 they're gaining valuable experiences and and look they'll learn from experiences from the tough setback on Sunday conceding late doors yeah. to probably a really harsh decision but it, we're in a nice position where it hasn't impacted too much in terms of the, the, the pressures of, of the league and the league position so we, we have to regroup from that we have to learn from those and, and I'm sure we will and be ready yet yeah, for, for when next season starts again.
0: You are a growing MK Don's women's side. That experience that comes from having those slightly older players, gentlemen you know I still around, um, who can give that support, Kerry Newmans, you know, they are there to kind of help and shape and guide kind of with a bit of um, experience on their side and Chloe as well, do you know what I mean, on their side just to kind of offer that. And bringing those young people up, kind of, through that as well. I mean, success as well. I mean, we did have some really good cup runs.
1: Fantastic cup runs. I mean, getting to the quarterfinal of the League Cup. Obviously, we come across a against a, a strong Watford side on their day, and and then yeah, the fact that we got so far in the FA Cup and a real successful run, and then it was very close to to beating a Championship side, and and um, yeah, bowed out, but bowed out with immense pride. And then yeah, and then the run of, of the County Cup. Obviously, playing the Redden side who who knocked us out last year, um, Cheshire within that, and then Aberdeen side who are coming into the Women's National League next year. I think, yeah, that's 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 been really nice because I think. You go out, like I've said previously. You go out, cup competitions early in the season. You, you're trying to fill gaps, and it might feel mm. like a, a long, long break. But I think the last, the nice thing about the last eight or nine weeks is every Sunday plus a couple of midweek games. We've had games, so it has allowed us to regroup, reflect, and then kick on to the next game. So the consistency of the back end of the season has been really nice because I know kind of December we lost games, the weather, yeah. and same. So it's, it, it felt at times a bit stop start, whereas we we found a real run of form and, and, and consistency in the last block of games.
0: At least we haven't got games still in hand. Do you know what I mean? I mean, some, some people have still got loads of games still to play. It's just incredible. Um, and that, that whole loss, isn't it, over Christmas kind of like through everybody. Do you know what I mean? Just through... Weatherwise through everybody as well so um so we can vote right now um for our player of the year and we can do that via the website um and there's a link on twitter i know that as well i've already voted you've got a top five do you think do you hope everybody gets nominated
1: the, the club share kind of updates to update us and And I think even without giving anything away, I think the the, the range of players who've got votes is is clear to see that actually there has been a lot of players that have had such an impact and such a good season. Um, Like I said, sometimes it's naturally easy to to pick one or pick two um, through performances. And I think it was probably a little bit easier last season. But yeah, in terms of players-wise, again, even even. Breaking down the top five would be incredibly difficult. I mean, Chloe has been fantastic in the, as a captain and in goal. You've got you've got Tally, Hannah Warren. You've got Jem, who's done a mate look roles and dropped in the centre half the last couple of weeks. You've got obviously Molly Cooper. How many goals she scored? Twenty seven. Has been fantastic. Trish. Lot. It is it, it, this season. It's endless because I think that there's a there's a real. Um, there's a real belief that there is probably five or six that that not will feel hard done by because there yeah. are I think who any, whoever won whoever wins the award um players will respect that because as I say there there's probably a bulk of a big bulk of players who's who's played all who have all played all season and and um and and um have earned the right and reward to be nominated within that within that group of players but it'll be a really nice evening obviously the, the whole women's side being there and we've got I think four awards and the club have been again really supportive and uh, of what we've done so I think it'll hopefully I mean touch wood that, that the men's put themselves in a really good position after Saturday that oh, yeah it can be it can be enjoyed more but um, yeah the, touch wood with that
0: oh, I mean they're only playing fourth fourth place Barnsley um, and Barnsley got nothing to play for really genuinely because they're in the playoffs right so they haven't got the 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 position of saying, "Oh, we've definitely got to go up so we can go automatic plays." They can't get that. So oh, yeah, I know we can't ask Barnsley just as much. Let's be honest, that Plymouth can't ask us to lose at the weekend. It, it it's a game of football, and your destiny technically is in your own hands. Surely?
1: Yeah, and I think it's exactly that. Like you have to. Uh present yourself in, in the highest way and, and that's exactly what we're going to do and obviously it's the flip side for the men's on Saturday but we know that we have a big say in what happens now we obviously know it's still in Plymouth hands and if, if Bridgewater were to lose that game of football it wouldn't matter what happened in our situation um, same thing for the men's if they were to lose their game of football but the other teams around them they're still outside that that relegation zone at the moment but we know that what we that the what we pride ourselves on this this season is the fact that whoever we come up against, whoever we face, that we prepare in exactly the same way. Whether we yeah. played a, a tier five side in the cup, whether we played at Watford, whether we played we're playing Plymouth, who who are fighting relegation, we're we're not going to enjoy the occasion unless we win the game of football, and that that's key for us. So yeah, we want to end the season on a real high, and obviously. Um, hopefully make a really good weekend of it because Plymouth is a long travel, but with being at Bank Holiday weekend, it does present a nice end of season. So hopefully, yeah, we, we go and put the performance in because we know that we're not going to have the pressures and I think often last season we played yes. sides that similar to, to when we lost, I remember, Portsmouth where we lost 1-0 at the stadium. Um, last season and we we created a bucket load of chances. We were phenomenal, but I think they were coming into the game with not much pressure. We felt a lot of pressure in that game. So yeah, pressure can do funny things. So just being able to go there and enjoy it is, it's nice to hopefully we can play our best football and that's enough to win us the, the, the game of football.
0: Yeah. We certainly want to appear above, um, ricky that would that would make my day. So that's fine. It's not it's not nice seeing teams go out of the the league. Even like when we play Bridgewater and we play Plymouth already. Do you know what I mean? And and even teams around it. I think it's been it's been a fair. It seems to be in a fair tier. It feels like it's a tier that's on a similar. And one of the games that for me was Loughborough Lightnings, and I'm surprised that they are being relegated because they played so well against us. It just kind of felt like, wow, this is like, whoa, this is a great. T- and then suddenly it's like you look at their performance in the league and you go why didn't you why don't you play like this
1: every week then I, I think it again it goes down to the pressures it does go down to the pressure of, of, of the competitive football of league football and and and, and like we say we, I think the, the the women's game is only getting better and stronger so we have no doubt that we travel down to Plymouth um Sunday and and if we don't play at our top level we don't win the game of football no matter where whether Plymouth or what 14, 15, 16 points mm. away from us, Plymouth on their day, if they turn up and we don't, they win the game of football. So yeah. that's I, I think that's the bit I've enjoyed most about this season in terms of you can't go, we we can't go into any game of football going, oh, with no disrespect, last year at Hounslow, you felt, okay, they they struggled and, yeah. and, and they lost a lot of players. So you, you felt that some of their players were out of their depth. So you could go, through the motions at times and still be dominant. I don't think we've had that this season, although we've won some games convincingly. That's because we were at our best. Um, and that's what what's going to happen because, yeah, any team that are in t- tier three or four now, um, are, are real competitive sides and they make for really good games of football.
0: Oh, completely. I mean, um, it's exciting to see, like, we play at Exeter and they are buzzing ahead, do you know what I mean? If not, I'm um, automatically promoted. It's exciting to see some of those teams en route who actually are, like, uh, are coming up through as well, which is absolutely fantastic. And then, yeah, well done to MK Dons uh, as a football club, um, making sure the women are very much involved in the awards this year. I think that's brilliant.
1: It's exactly that. And and I think, obviously, the, the run of games that we've had at the stadium, and, and that's been really really pleasing because it's helped us build and and um and sort of say it's it's really really nice to, to play at and and I think um what the the way that we try and play it's it's suited for us and and um and and yeah it's been really um, um pleasing and and I'm really thankful yeah like like we said it's you are you always supporting the, the men's side because you want them to to do as well as possible because we want success as the whole football club and, and that's really really important. So yeah, we'll be we'll be cheering. Obviously, um, we're driving down Saturday, so unfortunately we can't be there to cheer them on Saturday. But um, but we'll be following very closely to hopefully get over the line and do what they need to do. But um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 going to be a, a nice occasion, really nice occasion for us and and to celebrate all the success that we've had this year. Because uh, and not not only that, that comes club wise. I know they do a lot with their disability side. Obviously, the academy side last week what won the uh, won their cup. So yeah, hopefully um, it can be a really nice um, evening.
0: Yeah, no, totally. And it was an amazing game against Rotherham. And, uh, and just you, you just kind of feel like there's is how lovely as a club. Let's talk about it holistically as a club. To have some silverware for the club as make MK Dons, you know both women and men. But it's like there's it's been great, and thank you to the stadium for allowing us play there as well because numbers have been you know, growing. Do you know what I mean? And that game we had, like with over a thousand people there, wow, what a phenomenal atmosphere!
1: Yeah, no, and I think it's it's um, it's really really pleasing. Like I said, even even this this weekend. I know we, we didn't get quite that, but I think over yeah. 500, again, the most most at tier three this, this weekend. So I think obviously what's impacted slightly is because we've had kind of five or six weekends in a row. So naturally, I think not everyone can make every one, whereas yeah. in, in the kind of swing of the season, we'll probably have one home game, then maybe a three week break and another one. So it allows people to put that in their in their calendars. But I yeah. think the yeah, the averages we've been having, um, even across the Easter weekend, the, the the Easter breaks, we were still getting good numbers there, and and that helps us build because, like we said, I think the, the the they're watching the team, and the team's been exciting, and and um and that will only, no doubt, live in their memory for for hopefully again next season to to build on on those numbers once again and and get and become even more competitive at the top end of the league.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the wins always excite people, anyway. And I know we played some tough games at home, uh, but still exciting to watch. Um, Charlie, um, what are you going to do in your five weeks off? Do you actually get time off, or I was like, you're like constantly looking out for new players, or are you scouting, or people scout for you, or
1: in, in the world of football, it never it never stops. So, I mean, we've already been planning, sitting down. And discussing things, what pre-season looks like, the scheduling, things like that. So it's obviously nice to, to have have your uh, your evenings back and weekends of, of consistent basis for four or five weeks because that's always nice. Um, but also, we we'll while while kind of. We're not actively training. There'll be some things that go on behind the scenes, and whether that's looking at, like I said, player recruitment uh, recruitment. That is conversation with current players. What what that looks like. What their journey looks like. Um, so it's always actively moving because I think uh, again, what we did right in this season was our recruitment, and, and, and even the players work what they did off off the pitch, even in that break. A lot of them won't. They'll keep ticking over. They won't. They won't blow themselves out. So so they're um so they're two three weeks into pre and and they're done already. But I think I remember I still remember actively to this day day one of pre-season and the shape that the group were in I knew that we were going to have a really successful season so I have no doubt with the group we've got and how hungry they are that although they get a bit of a break they will miss it so they'll keep ticking over and then we'll be ready to come again kind of right back end of June and, and again that probably four or five weeks flies by and then and then, yeah, it's back hopefully nice it. weather and, and back in the sun,
0: coached. Oh, yeah, that back, back with the shorts on, right? Out there in the sunshine. It, it vaguely looks like it wants the sunshine at the moment. Let's hope it's suns at the weekend. That's what we really want on our team and um, on the season ahead. So it's been really brilliant, Charlie. I thank you for this year on the podcast. We're going to have a ch- chat with Chloe Sampson then. Um, how do you feel that she's done then as uh, captain this year? Obviously, she took over from LB. How do you feel that as a captain, she's grown
1: I think I think she's been fantastic. I think her her drive, her passion um, for the, for the group, she's been phenomenal. And I think obviously, everyone sees the stuff that they hear on the pitch and a constant. Communication, her constant direction, but I think even stuff off the pitch, away her reflections that she sends to the group, she she drives things forward, and and I think that's always you're looking for a captain. Um, I think it's key having her experience, um, like we always say, we a relatively young squad or backline, so her experience is, is powerful, and I think even situations of the Watford game where it's going quite tough, she gets to group in, and and I think that's that's really powerful for us because look, we give a lot of information, but I always mm. say when sometimes it comes from her, that your peers and 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 your players. your captain It it, sometimes it's that that they're on the pitch with you so they're listening and buying in so yeah Chloe's been phenomenal this season for us and and I think uh, her experience has been been massive and and um, look I always like someone like a a goalkeeper to lead the group because they can see the whole pitch they can see what's going on in the whole situation so yeah she's been phenomenal and and I think that's been a big part of us uh, our success having her the whole season because Chloe's a, a keeper that sometimes not might not need to pull off save after save but i think in the women's game her presence from set pieces from corners her claiming is it goes unnoticed the parts of the game that, that she does so well um so yeah she, she she stepped forward really well and i know lb and her have a fantastic relationship which is really nice because she talks to lb a lot lb' still doing a lot of the driving stuff off the pitch um and and yeah and, and that relationship really helps drive drive the group forward still
0: sure lb's role now within the group is it is she in a coaching role i mean i mean voluntary or just she's still involved obviously
1: yeah so she's stepping forward uh, kind of within that coaching role it's obviously been kind of a little bit of a transition at the moment because when she had unfortunately her bad news it was we haven't had a lot of a lot of season left so for her it was kind of just slowly find her feet. She's been doing loads of stuff with the back four and I think we've been seeing that the last few weeks, her information she gives to them, they're always talking with her. So yeah, she's gonna step on on board coaching more and more. Um and and obviously she'll be actively part in, in kind of the pre season chats, discussions and and yeah, and then um and then yeah and then she can find her feet from the kind of day one in pre-season have a really big role to play with our coaching staff next season because um yeah we've got massive respect for her, the group still have massive respect for her. So um we're really pleased that she's staying around. Around the place.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And what a great season it's been. Um, genuinely, um, to see us where we are in the, in the league table, I think it's fantastic. Genuinely, I think we're up there. You know, you, you've almost got two halves of a, of a, a group there the paid people and the the people who are committed. There's a sense of like, you know, like we're there week in, week out there. People are fighting, you know, they're working in a job, they're getting out of the job, they're going to do the training, they're going to do, you see that passion that goes beyond the game and you see them training and doing those things. And so I think it's been brilliant. It has been brilliant. And it's been so good to have been on that cup runs. It's been so lovely to have a piece of silverware and definitely 100% deserved it. And what's lovely is actually, Charlie, when we got that piece of silverware, we still fought for the rest of the season. It could have been like, oh, we've we've won something now. It's okay. Do you know what I mean? Actually, no. It was that moment of like, no. You could see it that we were gonna we were gonna take it to another level. So, um, I thought it's been brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Really looking forward to this weekend coming down, bringing the old misses. Yes, you might even meet her and go uh, and see the final game down at Plymouth. Should be amazing. Sun will be shining. We'll be cheering and uh, from the sides. And uh, it's been fantastic. So, Charlie, thank you so much for this season.
1: Yeah, no, thank you as always. And, and like I said, thank you for for driving this forward and keeping obviously us in touch with, with the fans, but also regular updates. So yeah, we'll be looking forward to, to Sunday. As you say, hopefully sun's out, ice creams and totally three points.
0: Nah, 100%. Uh, right, thank you very much, Charlie. You listened to the Game On podcast. Now let's have a chat with Chloe Sampson. listen to the game on podcast i'm with chloe sampson that's right goalkeeper extraordinaire she's been on tv she's been on tv first of all chloe well done for being on soccer am i've never really talked to you about this i mean how on earth did it come about do you like send one of those little letters in please could i be on a tv program
2: (laughs) thank you no not at all i mean they they put a post out a while back Just on Twitter, kind of everything gets out on there these days. But yeah, no, they put a a tweet out looking for some goalkeepers for the show and stuff. And yeah, quite a few few players got kind of tweeted and kind of mentioned in the comments, if you like. And then the producer of the show actually uh, privately messaged me asking if I was interested. So I thought, you know what, why not? I kind of, I I grew up watching the show and it was something, that was always a, a Saturday morning thing, if you like. So yeah, I thought, you know what, what an opportunity not only for for me, uh, but it gets the kind of the name of the club out there and, and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, it was really interesting and obviously went on it the first time. Great experience. Um, one that I never, ever thought I'd, I'd kind of get to experience. So yeah. Um, and then obviously got a kind of an, a second message asking if I'd go back, which I was really fortunate. I think you don't really, you don't really see many females kind of getting out there footballing wise in terms of things like that. And then, Obviously, the, the kind of celebrities that they have on the show, that's just a, kind of a whole new level. And, and, yeah, kind of the second time and then it was the third time. So, yeah, I was really fortunate and a kind of, I don't know, a, a memory that I treasure, to be honest, I think. um, Like I said, after growing up and watching it, is it's, yeah, one that I definitely remember. And obviously, like meeting meeting the people I did, Jill Scott for one, um, what a name in, in kind of the game. And after everything that she's achieved and kind of everything that she's gone on to achieve even after football yeah and it was kind of a surreal moment really she's just so so down to earth and she was she was interested in kind of my career kind of the pathway at mk now so yeah it was really interesting and uh one that i'd say i was lucky to do but yeah really fortunate so yeah, yeah I, I imagine
0: imagine someone like Jill Scott because she is in the game or has been in the game, still in the game, surely. But the, the there's a moment there she would be understanding what you're talking about when you talk about you know the pathway and when you talk about what's going on at MK Dons and she will have noticed and seen the other tier groups. You know what I mean? I imagine like if you went to a pub and she was there, you'd have a drink, you'd have a laugh, but you'd forget. You wouldn't forget that she was Jill Scott, but actually, it would be like this is just another fantastic human being.
2: Yeah, hundred percent, and and kind of the way that she just kind of puts herself out there. It's not oh, I've been there, done that, got the t shirt thing. She's she's really interested in everyone else's careers, and um, yeah, she she kind of she will put herself out there and she have a conversation about kind of her experiences growing up, and you know that's really interesting to see kind of where she's come from because she's come from the base where there wasn't the female teams, there wasn't that kind of pathway into full time full time environments when she was kind of younger and growing up. Um so that just goes to show like you don't have to be in these in these big clubs to make it. And I think that's a massive eye opener for the for the kids coming through. And yeah, it's just one that kind of like I said it before, it was a real privilege to meet her and kind of to hear her stories makes it feel like so much surreal if you like. Yeah. Um and then everything that she's gone on to achieve after after football and obviously still doing within the game and obviously i know for her uh, her coaching roles kind of the next the next thing on the books if you like um which i think we probably all expected yeah um yeah and i mean one that from her experiences kind of part in the past it's she she could use those and they're being valuable to kind of someone else's journey um in yeah. the future so
0: yeah completely and i think. um I just um began and because she's so natural and not egotistical, you know, you'd feel like that's a place you'd want to be, do you know what I mean, to learn from and to grow from because actually she's just someone like quite normal, if that's if that's if that's okay to say. Do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. And kind of she, she lives in the real world, if you like. Hmm. Um, in terms of not everything's given to her on a plate and and sometimes that's the difficult thing with with football. Um yeah you're not always given the luxuries on on a plate you've got to train hard you've got to work hard you've got to put in the hours and and that's kind of where she's come from and she's put in the hard graft and she's got a reward for it yeah um and that's kind of that's kind of the story behind football if you want to get to the top places then it's going to be difficult but you've got to put in the hard graft and 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 you will get there.
0: Yeah, the the buzz when she came on for the Euro final was just like phenomenal. I, just, I mean, I looked at this person next to me, I didn't even know who they were. I went, it's Jill Scott. And I, like, <laughs> and I was like, this person's looking at me again, oh, I'm sat next to the nutter. Um, it's all good, it's all good. Um, and then captaincy then, all year, um, taking over from LB, oh, big shoes to feel. How, how, how did that come about?
2: um yeah kind of uh, i mean had a conversation with with charlie obviously um last season and stuff um regarding vice captaincy and stuff um and you know what it's a real privilege and not i don't take it for granted in one in one for one bit sorry for me it's kind of it doesn't define anything within our squad yeah. um everyone plays an equal part and and that's on and off the pitch for me, it's just wearing an armband. Everyone's equal. Everyone kind of puts in their input. And, and that's really invaluable um, in our group, in our squad, and, and kind of where it will take us in the future. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a real honour and, and one that, like I said, I'm really privileged to kind of wear, wear the armband and stuff like that. But like you said, if, if I can do half of the job that LB done wearing the armband and, and what she's done for the club, then I'll be proud. Um, yeah. She was a real, a real leader a massive character in terms of on and off the pitch and someone that we could all confide in. Um, we could all go to for for advice or, or kind of just anything really. And, and yeah, like I said, if I can be half of what she was, then yeah, I'd be proud.
0: Yeah, no, completely. But you as a position in goal can really get um, a full pitch of the pitch. And that's not a bad place to be a captain, surely.
2: No, everyone, everyone kind of says that. And, and you know what, that's one thing growing up as a keeper, you're always told from, from coaches and stuff like that. that, Oh, right. Okay. um, You you are the only one that can see the whole pitch. Hence why it's a massive thing around like communication and talking. And you know what, probably people will probably get fed up of kind of me not shutting up on a a football pitch and and, uh, always hearing my voice. But I think that's, that's kind of so important being a goalkeeper and, and in your role, the information that you provide gives so much kind of support and help to every other player on the pitch. Um, yeah. So, yeah, in terms of kind of, in terms of the captaincy, I think, yeah, it, it it helps because like you said, you can see everything, but we still need that voice everywhere else on the pitch. and And that's one thing that we've really drilled in the last kind of the last couple of weeks and working like towards the end of the season. That's one thing that we all said as a group um that we need to get better at and and kind of I think we've developed over the last couple of weeks but it'll be massive taking it into Mm. next next uh season um and kind of where we want to be because ultimately that's that's the differences between kind of where we are now to where we do want to be so yeah Yeah. it's massive but like I said that doesn't just because I wear the armband that doesn't change anything we're all kind of we're all in it together and and kind of yeah it's just a it is a it is a proud moment, but like I said, we're 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 all in it together.
0: That's a brilliant thing to say, Chloe. And let's be honest, from a fans' perspective and also from, you know, knowing you as well and your family, you do that. You don't you don't see it as egotistical. Do you know what I mean? There is a moment where you lead and that's a brilliant thing, but there's a moment where you um lead with followers who want to follow you, not just because you've just been put in charge. Do you know what I mean? It's actually you have the skills to lead. And you do a great job at leading. So um yeah, take that on board, Chloe. You just you're brilliant. And la- even last season and the season before that as well. When I first started watching Don's, I loved hearing you. And I I'd, I'd go, oh, Chloe's not having a good day today. She's not shouting. Why isn't she shouting? Do you know what I mean? There's there's a reason. Chloe, start shouting. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and then you had a bit of that season when then Darcy was in. It was like, oh no, Chloe's lost. We've lost that kind of that that edge of shouting. And then it took you a while to warm up to it again, just like back on the pitch. But um. Yeah, no, seeing and and speaking and communicating just kind of really, really key. Would you say that's the biggest thing you've learned as captain?
2: Um, Yeah, I think so. And and like, not just on the pitch either; it's also kind of off the pitch. Um, It's so important within a squad. And look, we are a tight knit group, and and there's not like we're not taking anything away from that. But in terms of on and off the off the pitch, it's so it's so nice just to have that kind of I don't know that support network there, if you like, and. With with MK, we don't just have it in me, like we have a leadership group outside of that, but also I think that whole squad know that they can go to anyone within our squad, um, mm-hmm. regarding anything, whether it's football related, um, off the pitch related, home related, or anything like that. Um, we are such a tight knit group and that's staff included. Um and which is really nice. It's a real like family feel. Um, and you don't you don't always get that at clubs. Um and I think that's so important in terms of the performance is on the pitch so yeah in in terms of kind of communication on the pitch for me it's something that I've learned throughout my career and I mean I'm 26 but I am probably one of the oldest of our group we say it quite often we are a real young group Um. Yeah. so yeah it's just kind of learning from my experiences and I hope that I can pass that on to kind of not the youngsters but the rest of our squad who are kind of of a younger age with I, I say less experience but I mean we we've all got our kind of positives in our own way, um, which kind of helps yeah. build the team that we do have. Um so yeah, hopefully yeah. we can just kind of pass that on and and like I said before, that's one thing that we've real kind of we've really tried to knuckle down in our group the last couple of weeks, coming towards the end of the season, and one that we're gonna try and take forward to kind of develop our our performances and benefit us in in every kind of area on the pitch, really.
0: Completely. You must be happy with the position we find myself in right now, and in, in fifth in the table. I mean, obviously, we've got one more game to go, but that—that's surely a very healthy position for MK Dunn's women, right?
2: Yeah, hundred um, percent. Look, we come into we come into this season setting ourselves targets as a squad, um, kind of as a group of players, and then kind of staff had their input too. And look, it's it's one thing that we wanted to achieve. Um, hopefully, if we can we can kind of secure that this weekend, um, which I'll have no doubt we will with the group that we have. Um, but yeah, if we can secure that this weekend, then that'll be our highest, highest ever finish um, in the in the kind of Southern Prem for us as a group um, and us as a club. So that will be a real big achievement. Um, and then kind of looking ahead to next season, we want to compete with the top four. We want to be one of those top four um, sides. Yeah. And I think the weekend showed, like we, we have the capability of doing that. Um, I mean, I know that's yeah. a one-off game, but you look at the you look at the game where we played uh, Oxford at home earlier on in the season. We narrowly missed out on kind of a result there, and it's games here and there, and it's just the belief in the group that we we, we can go in and we can compete. Um, and yeah, I, I have no doubt that going into next season, we if we can look to kind of tighten up on areas and and. I mean, when we get players back fit that kind of play a pivotal part in our squad. I have no doubt that we will compete next season and, and we can look to achieve the top, kind of top four places that we look to do so. So, yeah, it'll be a really exciting one yeah. next season. But obviously we've got Sunday to go first, which will be an exciting game.
0: Yeah, oh, completely. Last game of the season, always a joy, uh, always a bit of party atmosphere and uh, a bit of celebration down in mm-hmm. Portsmouth as well. Well, look, Chloe, we think you've done a brilliant job, uh, both in goal and uh both on on and off the pitch you're amazing mother as well man two kids i mean you what you what you've shown what you're genuinely showing the game is that it is possible to be a mother as well as be a footballer as well i mean i know you you have like you juggle so many things at the same time let's be absolutely yeah. honest but well done because you've done you're doing a brilliant job and i think um with the support of people around you as well i think that's fantastic as well right
2: yeah of course 100% and look i mean so many people said when, when I was pregnant with Louis that kind of that's it done. Like uh, you won't come back to football and kind of that's your career done. And I was like, you know what, that's that's not the case at all. And it was kind of a case of proving people wrong, if you like. And people used to say that it never used to be a thing. And I think that's what people are realising now that you can, as a female, you can go away, you can create a family and you can come back to the thing that you love um and without kind of like you said without the support network that I have um it it would be even more of a struggle um so I'm really grateful for for those around me my family um and obviously Liam and and stuff like that but not only that it's also the club they're really understanding around kind of my life outside of football um and yeah. they do everything they can to kind of support that uh there's times where I've taken the kids down to training and whilst I'm training you've got the you've got the kids uh the girls occupying the kids uh which which is brilliant and look it's another thing that I really appreciate and I wouldn't have been able to kind of continue my journey if you like um uh, without that support so I am really grateful but it's also kind of I don't know a, a note for everyone else if you like that it is possible, so don't let don't let that put you off. Yeah, it, it'll be one thing it, every week when my kids turn up to watch me play football. That's a proud moment and one that yeah. I always look forward to after a game, going to see the kids and stuff like that. And and they love it too, um, which which is also important, I think. Um,
0: the, oh, they do. Yeah. They've even started the singing as well, which is great. I love it. I like this, the the singing starting from them. That's what that's what we love completely. I, I mean, I've
2: got Louis Walker at like- school now saying, "Come on, you don't. So. <laughs> It's oh, always really, really brilliant.
0: Truly. <laughs> yeah, he, he's,
2: he's constantly <laughs> shouting it so yeah it's really interesting well,
0: well done you no know, it's quite funny no it's lovely and I think um, again yeah we, we love to give you support as well so it's all good so all right look Chloe thank you so much indeed thank you for being captain all year Um, let's hope it's a good award ceremony that we can just celebrate something of what the women have done this season and um, um some great footage I'm sure of, of yourself saving and and, and you know, celebrating and you still need to score a goal though I swear I swear to you, you come off that line go up a little bit shoot they're always off the line we, <laughs> I'm seeing a goal I'm seeing a goal from you, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd love I to say I'd it, love though, to but, oh come on this is it come on last game of the season uh, we've got nothing to lose right but everything to play for which is brilliant uh, look Chloe um, thank you very much indeed we'll see you on Sunday at the game yeah no
2: worries no worries at all Simon you very much see you Sunday <laughs>